It has been a hot minute since we did, well, since I was here at least for an episode. Uh, this is basically the starting bonus episode, we'd say, to bring in everyone from season four. Uh, I'd like to welcome along uh, Jay and Jacob, who will be joining me uh, on this beautiful journey uh, through what should be some fantastic uh, gaming news and such as we get it all together. It's just going to be great stuff. We also have the man, the Mr. Legend, uh, Mr. Connor Matthews. Uh, hello, hello. In the background. Hello. How are we doing? The the newest producer uh, award actually. This man was awarded a great yeah. honor recently. Yeah. So um, a couple a couple of weeks ago we had the Sin Awards and yeah I was lucky enough to take best newcomer and of course our um our beloved predecessor Stefan Bradley won best producer from last year. So. Congrats to him. It was Silent great. Stefan sixty nine. We do we do love yes. the man. He's beautiful. <laughs> oh, miss him every day. We do miss him. I hope if you're listening now, Stefan, we can't wait to catch up for uh, for anything. Just to see everyone again because we're all still stuck in quarantine. Unfortunately, uh, we are not able to be in the sit offices, but that doesn't mean we can't have a lot of fun. And uh, there's a lot uh, going on tonight. But before we do it, go any further, you've got to make sure that you follow us over at Player One on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Otherwise, you know, won't know when we're posting episodes, when we're going live, when we're posting Gaming Grudge Match, which Connor definitely remembers to do every single episode. Uh, you can also catch us on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. You can just search for Player One there. We're also on YouTube as well. It's very, very good stuff. And now we're going to jump into our first song. Uh, this is Kling Rap by Smarts, part of the Sweet 16 playlist, which you can also catch on Sin. Uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Player One. Hello, and welcome back to Player One on Sin. And, uh, well, I guess before we get into the rapid news and releases, we better introduce everyone else. There is myself, of course, Harry. We also have Jay. Jay, how you going, man? How's it going, everyone? I'm back for another episode. They can't get rid of me yet. Yet. They're not getting rid of him. Yeah, he's still here. Still kicking, which is pretty good. <laughs> and we also have our man Jacob. Jacob, how you doing, bro? Oh, it's good to be here. It's been a it's been a hot minute since I've been here, but it's uh it's nice to be back. Yeah, so I mean this is of course what would be the sort of group for uh, going ahead with season four. This is of course the bonus episode if you're listening in. It's uh, what we usually do when a season comes to an end. So we just finished season three recently of player one and now we're getting ready to gear into season four for twenty twenty. It has been uh, pretty fun stuff so far this year. And uh, I guess we're going to start off with a bit of rapid fire and release news. So, Jay, do you want to get us into that stuff? Heck yeah, I do. I love news. It's my favorite part of the day. Call of Duty Warzone is headed to mobile devices. We needed that. Thank you. The next chapter of Delta Room will be out in 2020, Toby Fox says. Yeah, all you Undertale fans, you got another one. Donkey Kong Country 2 is finally coming to Switch online alongside other new SNES and NES games. Four Guys devs want to remind you that they've made over 100 other games, so stop focusing on one. Xbox Game Pass service will improve at the end of the year by adding all the content from EA Play. You get all of the EA without all of the microtransactions. 
You can play Rocket League for free starting from September 23rd, September 23rd, which makes me wonder why I paid 40 bucks for it. Sony reportedly making millions of fewer uh, PlayStation 5 consoles than expected, which is ironic considering a couple of months ago they were making more than expected and now they're making less. So good on you, PS5. Very cool. Nintendo Switch update bans words like coronavirus and ACAP. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot. I heard a bit about that. It was uh, some people were a bit annoyed that they couldn't type that stuff in. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I feel like a lot of communities, like even online and just console-wise, have sort yeah. of been cracking down on stuff like that. I also like hearing that you paid forty dollars for Rocket League because I've done the yeah. exact same thing and <laughs> barely play it. I need yeah. to play it. I never play it, and now it's going for free. And it's like, well, okay, cool. I guess I'm it's a, a it's a fun game. It's it's hard to learn, but it is fun. Yeah. The times I've played, I really do need to actually get back into it. And um, there's also, I think the full guy, like the full guys, did what you remind me. They've made a hundred other games. Like guys, this is cool. Like this, are we glad you enjoy this game? You know, we made other stuff. You should go check it out. And everyone's like, mm, get, nah, we'll just we'll just keep playing this one. That's fine. I would like to be a guy that falls. Thank you very much. Good day. Very cool. Uh, we've also got the rapid fire release stuff. Jacob, do you want to take us through all these exciting uh, new games coming out in the next uh, weeks or so? I would love to. Uh, starting off, we have Hello Neighbor for Stadia coming on September 20th. Get the Stadia uh, bell! Stadia bell, Jay! Not a real console! <laughs> Thank you, Stadia, for existing! Uh, 13 Sentinels, uh, Aegis Rim for PlayStation 4 on September 22nd. Unrailed for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on the 23rd. Going under uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on the 24th. Uh, Little Big Workshop for Xbox One on the 24th as well. Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 Complete Edition for Switch and PC on the 24th. Uh, Serious Sam 4 on Stadia and PC. Uh, Twice in one day? What is this? Stadia Bell? You can't be back in a game you were never in to begin with. Yeah, you can't be back in a game you were never in. But hurry, they're actually having games on the, the actual service. I can't believe it. I know. You, wanna, you know what would have been a really good thing? Having games when you release the console. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been very smart. Also, Hello Neighbor is the buggiest game of, the, like, of all the games they could have chosen. Hello, like, really? I feel like that's just like the Hello Neighbor devs going, you know what? We, we still need to get money out of this game. Let's just put it on the stadium. People will take it. To that audience that I'm sure there's someone who goes, oh, yeah, can't wait for the new Stadia game. I want to meet them. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone. Um, but moving on, we have Tears of Avia for Xbox One and PC on the 24th as well. Very busy day, the 24th. Uh, and Tennis World Tour 2 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on September 2nd. Woo! Tennis World yeah. Tour, guys. Get around it. Yeah. Yeah! Tennis World Tour, boys. Apparently, that's actually already come out, according to September 2nd. That might yeah. be, that might be probably a 24. bit of a typo on our parts. We'll so say 24th. 24. That's a, oh, all the others were 24th. It's close magically to that. 24th now. There you go. Oh, wow. So the, it's changed. That's bizarre. <laughs> Who could have done that? It's amazing. Are there any games anyone's interested in there? I mean... Serious, Sam. But obviously Stadia, not PC. But Yeah, out of all of them, Serious Sam is probably like the more highly anticipated because... Even though there is a relatively small fan base for it, they're a very passionate fan base for Serious Sam. 
Yeah, it's cool. And it's a good, yeah. like, switch your brain off game. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Tennis World Tour 2, like, I mean, tennis, the world. Tennis is World Tour, it, boys. And it's, like, number two as well. Like, it's better than the first one because it's number two. They're like, all sequels are just better than the original. That's just how it works. Exactly. Mortal Kombat, oh, the second movie. <laughs> yep. Means better than the first. Grown Ups <laughs> 2. <laughs> Ah, uh, my favourite movie. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, while we uh, reminisce on all the fantastic sequels that have come out in the world, we're going to move on to another song. Uh, this is Heaven by Tropical Fuckstorm, a, uh, a lovely yeah, band name. Very much appreciated. This is also part of the Sweet, Sweet 16 playlist, which, as I said previously, you can find on soon. Make sure to go check it out there. Uh, you're listening to Player One. And welcome back. Uh, you're listening to Player One on Sin, and we're going to be talking about what we've been pr- playing recently. This is always a fun one. Uh, since, we, well, a few of us haven't been on in a while, myself and Jacob. Jay, of course, has, and he's the only one that's actually filled out his uh, segment of what he's been playing. Been, yeah, uh, me, yeah. me and well, Jacob just it, know. It, it adds mystery. It adds I'm mystery. That's true. Boy. Surprises, that's true. Yeah. I'm a, so uh, I guess starting with Jay because you've actually written your stuff down. Uh, what have you been playing recently? Yeah, yeah. Trying I'm kind of a gamer. It's alright. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you guys time to think about your little silly games over there. I'm sure you're over there. Beep boop beep boop. Bubsy 3D boop boop. Oh whatever. Uh, oh I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> casual, casual pot shot. That sounds like an attack on someone, honestly. Yeah, I, don't know who, I wonder man. who. I wonder beep, who. Beep, beep, boop, crash boom bang boop boop. Yeah, all that stuff over there. I. <laughs> uh, League of I've I've been playing League of Legends a lot because I'm trying to get into the ranked like scene. I've been I haven't I've been steering away from it because of how toxic it is. But I, I was thought, gonna say why would you put yourself through that? Yeah, but that's uh, I will never come become a stronger independent uh man if I don't play League of Legends. <laughs> if I don't yeah. submit myself. <laughs> Competitive juices are just flowing out everywhere. Exactly. It's it's self inflicted torture for the sake of growth. Um, I played golf with friends and ah, I've mentioned this all the time, but I'm not very good at co-op games. And this one is like the biggest douche co-op game in the world. Like I play portal. I screw with my friend. I play a way out. I screw with my friend. I play golf with friends. I sit at the hole and I wait for people to get there and I send them back to the beginning of the map because it's fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's actually, I just love it. The, the screams of the damned, uh, four guys. Yeah, yeah, it's four guys. Everyone's playing. I was going to say, if you're doing that with golf with friends, I'd imagine you're doing the same thing with four guys. By oh, up. yeah, yeah. There's 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 a mini game in four guys where it's like memories where you have to re- you have to remember what's on the ground and then it shows up on the screen and you have to go to that square and all the other squares fall. You know, it's like you gotta you gotta remember which square to stand on. And I golf constantly match. I constantly grab my friends with the grab button when they're trying to go <laughs> to the square until the floor gives out and we both die. It's fun. Uh, and then Crucible, which is a game that came out on beta. And it, it, it's, the servers are only open at 4 a.m. Because it's, I think it's like an American game. So I, don't, I, I can't really play multiplayer. But I've been playing single-player Crucible. Just came out. Really buggy. It has, it, has, uh, un, it has not full screen. And then it has window, borderless windows. And then it has exclusive full screen. And we haven't been able to figure out what the hell exclusive full screen is yet. But you can do it. So that sounds like the an uh, Xbox announcement. They go world exclusive. <laughs> world exclusive. This world Xbox screen. title will have exclusive full screen to Xbox users only. That's pretty much yeah. Insane, crazy. 
Jacob, my man. So what I, have you I, been up to? What what's, what are the games you've been doing? I've had, I've had the awkward distinction of I've only really gotten back into something. I re-picked up Breath of the Wild oh. uh, with the idea of I never bothered with the DLC. Nice. I figured I'd check it out, see if there's anything behind it because it was on sale. Um, look, going back to it, I still think it's a great game, but I can definitely agree uh, revisiting it with some of the opinions that uh, people have about the item fragility, um, yep. the world being kind of... <sighs> I remember people saying when it came out that it was a very full, but once you've beaten the game and once you've discovered everything, it is a very empty world. Um, especially if you're looking for something. With the DLC, it gives you very vague hints on where something might be. Uh, give you like a name of a place and if you haven't discovered the place because it's such a small lake off in the back ends of some mountain you're going to just be running around going where's this chest I, I really want to be able to dress like tingle for some reason um i think for the most part still great uh, the actual story story stuff is fun if a bit too vague still uh but it, it's a good time it's good to go back to I don't know if I'm willing to go back to it for a full playthrough though now. That's it. So, see, I've never touched Among Us. Well, not Among Us. Fuck, what am I talking about? <laughs> Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Completely, two completely different games. Link was yes. the imposter. <laughs> but I've always, I've seen a lot of people playing it and it looks good. So I'm, I'm tempted. I, like, I think the problem is I don't have a switch, so I'd actually yeah, have to yeah. buy a switch and then buy that to actually, you know, experience it. But I think if I ever uh, did buy a switch, it'd probably be one of the like first games I would get. I I say it's a seven out of ten. That's just my opinion. Seven. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a seven. I'd still say it's maybe eight and a half up there, but I seven feels seven. a little low. Seven. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, what? Seven, eight, eight. Let's just rest on what about still a seven, good game. seven, three still quarters? A good game. Still a good game, but just a fair few, a two, too many flaws that took me out of the game. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. Well, all it right, sounds like sounds like Connor and Jacob need to sort some stuff out. I have been playing, as I just stated, uh, Among Us, not Breath of the Wild. Uh, I have been really enjoying that. I've been playing a lot of that on stream, actually, and it is a, it's just a really fun game to screw people in and also just to enjoy. It's a really fun just party game. And it's, I mean, it's taken off everywhere. For a game that came out last year and was just not, no one really said anything about it. Like, it was just kind of there. And now it's it's gained a huge popularity on Twitch and it's just, Everywhere, like Twitter, Facebook, everything. Like everywhere I go, there's just memes of Among Us. There's gameplay of Among Us. There's just everything. And I'm completely fine with that. I love it. I think it's great. It almost reminds me like of a combination between um, Press the Button from Jackbox Party Pack 6 and like G-Mon Murder. Mm. And like it's got like the Town of Salem vibes, Trouble in Terrorist Town. Like all mm. these, it's just all mm. these ones sort of mixed together and it's very, it's pretty simple as well. And you can just endlessly get caught in doing like three, four hour sessions with friends and the time will just fly by. And it's uh, for anyone interested who hasn't actually got it, it is free on mobile, which is uh, pretty cool. And it's also, I think for seven fifty on Steam, that's Australian dollars. So if you're from the States, whatever, it's a bit cheaper than that, but you know, we get yeah. screwed over here. Yeah. 
with all the pride. But I, for seven fifty, I think I've definitely got my money's worth. So definitely going to be keeping up with that one. Uh, apart from that, uh, there's the usuals. Counter Strike. Been playing some Valorant. That's uh, painful to say the least. Uh, TF two. Uh, I do have one and four guys. I've been I've been playing a lot of F1 2018 recently, actually, because I've got a few mates who like racing games, and we got it for so there was a deal on Humble Bundle for the F1 2018 was available for free, so we all got it. And uh, none of us, a couple of my mates, are pretty good because they can do racing games decently. I'm terrible at it, but it's quite fun just to play because uh, of just crashing into people. And just seeing F1 cars explode, I don't know what it is, but it's just really, really funny. So I think one of the one of the things we've been doing lately is we've been uh, taking the so we've been trying to knock out all the AI um, players. <laughs> so the the that's just before we ourselves get wrecked. So a really good thing is to do, and that what the AI doesn't understand is if you're going up a really fast hill, you're just going down a really fast straight and slam on the brakes. They don't stop. They just crash into <laughs> the back of you and they just lose their wheels. Like, they just explode. Love it. And it's Love very, it. very funny. Reminds me of almost like a burnout game. What about yourself, Connor? Have you been playing any uh, video games? I have. I have. Um, I've been playing a few. So, a couple of days ago, I both started and beat within a span of a couple of hours um, Donut County on the Switch. Nice. So uh, just like a cute little puzzle game where you're basically a hole and you're just eating everything. It's like Katamari Damacy if you were a hole. And that was like a really fun little two-hour-ish kind of time waster. So I played through it in like one sitting and really enjoyable game, really like the music, really like the style. Um, I've also been playing Journey to the Savage Planet on the Switch. And I feel like for Switch ports, this is a really good one. I almost feel like it's heavily underrated. Because, yeah, like with everything, there is that graphical downgrade. But the game itself still looks very vibrant and very beautiful, in a sense. I would... I'd almost... uh, I'd almost compare it to, like, it's a combination of No Man's Sky and The Outer Worlds. In that... You have the style and humor of the outer world, but the exploration and similar mechanics to No Man's Sky. So I'm slowly um, getting through that. And besides like CTR, besides um, Borderlands 2 on Switch, I have also been jumping back into um, Doom Eternal. And I am loving every second. You and Doom Eternal, man. Man, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I love it. Um, I am trying to beat the game on the hardest difficulty. It ain't, nah, it's, it's, it's uh, very difficult. <laughs> like, basically, you got to go through the entire game without dying once. Otherwise, you're sent back to the start of the game. So I'm about two hours, three hours in. I did try it. I did try to do it. A couple of months ago but i've just restarted it all and just started from scratch so i'm currently trying to go through that and that has been both an exhilarating and scary experience well it's good that you're Damn. giving it a, a red hot crack yeah oh absolutely like it's it's one of my goals to beat the game at like old, like at its hardest difficulty i love it 
But, um, you know, Harry, I want to hear what is the next song? The next song? Well, that's a fantastic question. It's actually Simple Plot of Kingdom, uh, of Kingdom Hearts by Starbolt. Uh, you're listening to Player One on Sim. Welcome back. That was Simple Plot of Kingdom Hearts by Starbomb. You're listening to Player One on Scene, and we've got our next segment ready and raring to go. Jacob, my boy, do you want to take us through this one? Yes. Yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, Xbox has uh, done what it really does, honestly, and picked up another company to add to uh, Xbox Game Pass. They've added EA Play. Uh, they're absorbing the entirety of EA Play. Um, this Look, I want to say it's big, but I don't, I don't, personally, there's not much off EA Play that I'm looking at going, oh, yes, that I don't already have or look at and go, oh, but I can definitely see why some people are excited. There are some big sports games that will be brought across. Um, there'll be some big games, uh, like the Star Wars franchise and so on. Yeah, I definitely think, I mean, it, this, this is a difficult one for me because I've never been a big uh, Xbox person since, uh, I mean... And even now, I don't particularly play consoles. I'm mostly on PC. But I still feel like a lot of these stuff going across to, to Xbox. It's like, it's kind of, I don't know. Like, it's one big company being absorbed by another big company, like EA and Microsoft. I feel like if everyone has very differing opinions, I mean, I would, I would say a lot of people are usually very negative towards the EA side of things. Uh, especially with some of the things they've done in the past. And also, even the, the new stuff coming out hasn't been, like, extravagant or exciting. Hasn't been terrible. But, mm. uh, I mean, I don't think people would be completely against it being in all one place on Xbox. I mean, if you're an Xbox fan, having that stuff on from EA games, and if, especially if you're saying as sports fans, or sports video games at least, they'd, I guess they'd be pretty happy because it's, it just makes everything a bit more accessible. Pretty much, it is. It was a pain. It's a pain because uh, I, I do use Xbox, and it was a pain looking at Xbox um, Game Pass and then looking at EA Play being separate. And you'd go through Game Pass, and you'd you know you'd see something that was on um, EA Play that you have this weird inkling to play. It doesn't have to be good; just something that you look at and go, "Yep, you know, I wouldn't be against that." Uh, things like A Way Out, um, Unravel, uh, Burnout. Um, all these games that, you know, they're worth giving a go. There's Battlefield for those who like that. Um, again, the sports games. If you want to be disappointed, you could always try Anthem. Uh, there's all sorts uh, there to try. It's just... I don't know if it's as big as they make it out to be because a lot of this is already on there, like the UFC yeah. games and such. Look, it's not going to be that big. It's, it's going to be a couple games that we really want. But compared to what's already on the Xbox game, they have like over a hundred games on there and the variety is amazing. And they have so many games that I want that at this point, I'm just going to buy the Xbox game pass for PC because God knows I'm never going to own an Xbox, but like, it's just, it's, it's insane what they're doing. And they're like, I reckon by the end of like a decade, they will have every game on the world in their site, except for like Sony games. And even oh. then, they'll have Sony games on there. It, it's just going to be a whole monopoly, and I'm not. I'm down for it. For fourteen bucks a month, I'll I'll pay fourteen bucks a month for every song, every game in the world. <laughs> yeah, no. With the way Xbox is going, it's um, it's very much looking like like I'll, I'll be real. They could probably drop out of the uh, console market in the next ten years, 
and still destroy Sony yeah. uh, by having almost every game under the sun. And this is on top of the studios that they currently have. Exactly. They're, they're, they're doing what Sega did, but of course, like anyone, better than Sega. <laughs> nah, Sega's doing great. Sonic's yeah, anniversary is coming up, isn't it, or something? It's coming up. They haven't done anything. He's looked. Ne- he's never looked better. It's fantastic. Sega do what Nintendo don't. <laughs> That's it. On that fantastic joke, there. Uh, we're going to go into our next song. Uh, we are. This one is called "My Time" by Bo In, and there's a space between the B O and then the E N, which I think is very great. You know. If you're thinking of song names, that's definitely something you should, or I guess song names, artists are interested in names. You should definitely look into that, putting a space between that. <laughs> Very good stuff. You are listening to Player One on CM. And we're back. This is Player One on Sin, And you just heard My Time by Bowen. And now we just talked about Xbox. We talked about EA Play. And now it's the PS5 Showcase Notes time. Oh yeah. boy! PlayStation so there was... Five. There's a lot. There's yeah, a lot. and it all happened as of the day of recording. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It it never ends. It literally never ends. It feels like every week there's some major conference. So it was at four a.m. or something. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like nice and early. There's some good stuff in there for sure. But Jay, why don't you sort of give us the give us the cliff notes? If you uh, okay, I'll. I'll say the I'll say the important thing, and then I'll, the the thing we're all we were all there for, and then I'll just list some games off. So the PlayStation Five price and release date was announced, and all across European countries and America and New Zealand and Australia, it's four four ninety nine, so five hundred dollars for the standard PlayStation Five, and three ninety nine for the PlayStation Five Digital Edition. So I don't know if anyone's price estimate managed to get close to the ball, but. We've got that going, and it's coming out November twelfth, and pre-orders start on September seventeenth. So be ready for that. That's so it is eight days ahead of the Xbox Series X because that's coming out November twentieth. Yeah. So Sony trying to get the head start on that. Um, there had to be a price announcement at some point. Um, yeah, Sony had been very hesitant on it, very hesitant because. We all knew that perhaps they were going to have to run the console at a big, well, not a big loss, but definitely a loss. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like this is, this is them running the console at a loss. That was yeah, it? that seems relatively a lot cheaper than I would have thought. Um, yeah. That I think yeah. Jay, I think you're talking about the American price. The Australian price is a bit more. It's definitely yes. a bit more. Uh, okay. I was going to say economy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. It's, so for the standard edition, so the actual, you know, the normal one, with uh, the disc it is drive. with the disc, disc drive even, uh, it is seven fifty, uh, and for the the uh, S Slim no disc drive version, it is five ninety nine. So, I mean, that's pretty good in comparison to Xbox. It's releasing. Uh, no, they're roughly around the same price. They are much. the same price. Yeah, if, it's. Super impressive. I'm interested in the digital edition. So is that literally just so you don't actually buy the console per se? No, yeah, you buy the, you console, buy the console, but you don't buy the discs. N- yeah. You don't so, buy the discs. Ah, oh, okay. Yes. So in, in some ways, Xbox is currently doing this with the Xbox One, or the Xbox Series S rather. But 
the big advantage that Xbox has having an old digital console compared to Sony is that Xbox has Game Pass. Like, I don't see yeah. the point. The only reason why we have a PlayStation 5 without a disk drive is just so they have a cheaper PlayStation. The thing with that, though, is the, the cheaper PlayStation is still uh, $100 more expensive than the cheaper version of the Xbox. So on that front, they have lost out price-wise. But th- that leads us into the next point, is the Game Pass, the Xbox Game Pass. PlayStation, wanting not to fall behind, has created the PlayStation Plus Collection, which is a whole oh. library of PS4 games to play on the PS5 okay. at no extra charge. So you just you pay for online. Oh, okay. You pay for like Xbox Live, like you pay for online, and then with that you get like an entire library of PS4 games, like uh, Uncharted, Bloodborne, uh, God of War, just everything. The problem with that is it's only PlayStation Four, whereas if, like yeah, Xbox goes a, a bit further back. Yeah, if you get some PS2 games on there, I know you'd love Deadly Premonition on there. It'd be amazing to see that PS5, but they just—I guess that's not in the cards, is it? I think nah, that's maybe okay. something for the future. But I mean, that's definitely. Moment, it looks like I think for the most part, though, they—they've opened it. Even if it is just PS4, they've opened it very much with here are nothing but AAA games that yeah. um, you might have missed. They've gone all the way back to um, uh, Infamous Second Son, which I'm pretty sure was a release title for the PlayStation 4. Um, it was definitely they, an early early title. Mm, they've definitely dived in and gone, you know, if we can't give you thousands of games, we're going to give you about 20 and they're going to be the best we can possibly give you. Which... But is that enough? Got them. I've, I've got the PlayStation 4 and I got them when they came out. Why do I need to get them again for the PlayStation 5? Well, yeah. are they free? On the, are they, they're free. Purchase them? But yeah, they're free, it's, but it's like... Right. But I feel like when it comes to this, people want backwards compatibility, but they yeah. want the full lot of backwards compatibility from all generations of PlayStation. It'd just be mm. so much... It'd be so cool. The golden age of gaming. Bring the PlayStation 1 and 2 games in. Oh, you would just... It'd be, it'd be, a be, it'd be the best. I tell you, I would love to play my Game of the Year edition of AFL Premiership 2007 <laughs> on the PS4. That, that, that would be fantastic. But I mean, yeah. look, I, I feel like it's going to be something they look into the, for the future, at least. I feel like now... I, exactly. Yeah, I don't think they were prepared for that. The fact that I feel like it might have just been a... Either they're, they're not prepared or they just went... They didn't think Xbox would go back as far as they have. So yeah. it... I feel like they're probably going to try and change it at some point. I, mean, I assume so, yeah. But they're making steps. That's all we can ask. The mm. problem is you're going to be selling consoles now and not the future sales stocks usually aren't that big of a dent into any sort of, I guess, mm. if you're trying to make a profit because usually it's the, the first month or few weeks of that's of sales that is what gonna, that's going to be what you're where you're going to make most of your money. So Xbox have definitely won in that regard. But there's, de- I mean, there's definitely time for change though. That's, and I'm sure they will at some point. Yeah. I, I feel like um, at least from where I've seen it, who I've talked to, this definitely seems rushed. It was uh, the big one that stands out is Persona 5. They have the original Persona 5 rather than Royal, uh, which very much seems like they just went, okay, chuck something on there, get something on there quick. Uh, at least make it look like we're competing in that regard. Yeah, but uh, besides that, they released besides the price and PlayStation Plus collection, they released a whole 
handful of games and they're insane. I'll start with the small ones and the hype ones I've put near the end. Except for one of them. I don't know why that one's down there. I, 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 no one cares about Hogwarts Legacy. Get out of there. Except me, but I like, that's just because I like Hogwarts. Right. FNAF. FNAF Security Breach, which is weird because my whole life, FNAF has been like a PC-oriented game. It's always come out on the PC first and then been adapted to consoles at some point, I'm sure. But the new game is coming out the PlayStation 5. It's a huge location compared to sitting still in a chair. It's like an entire thi- like entire what facility and you, you seem to be hiding with freddy which is it's weird like you hear freddy's voice and he says they almost caught us and so it's like whoa uh we got final fantasy i it's xv i i don't know what that but someone's put 16 next to it so final fantasy 16 that's a whole lot of final fantasy games mm. oh my god that's worse than yeah FIFA. you need to you need to catch up on your roman numerals I, I i'll be honest i was it, there was so much amazing stuff going through my head that i couldn't I just couldn't. I was like, ah, XVI. Because the <laughs> next one, before the, the a Miles Morales trailer dropped for the new Insomniac Spider-Man, and before the trailer started, an, an, ex, an exclaimer came on the screen saying, all footage used in this trailer is gameplay from the game. And, they were, and the graphics looked pretty darn good. It looked like at least mid to high level PC spec good. And I was like, okay, if this is what the PlayStation 5 is going to look like, I'm pretty hyped for it now. And I, and I, I might consider getting it. I don't, it's just going to wring so much money out of me. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, we got two birds, one stone, a creative and interesting first person shooter where you play as an assassin who's tasked with killing multiple targets on an Island. So you have to find a way to get the targets to the same location. Like one of them is a scientist and a bar owner. And the scientist, in order to kill him and the bar owner together, you make his experiment fail so that he drinks his sorrows away, and then you kill them in the same bar. Like it's it's what it's it's, it's you got to do lots of stuff to get them to interact and like cut wires and and sneak into bases. It's pretty fun. Uh, Demon Souls. There's a new Demon Souls coming out on the PlayStation Five. Amazing graphics. The trailer was weird. It was just silent. It was just the character running and then killing a character and then running again and then killing a character and then running again. And it was, it looked like, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was going to be like, ha ha, got you. It's actually Ratchet and Clank, but it was actually Demon Souls. It was just Demon Souls being Demon Souls, I guess. Devil May Cry 5, Connor, we got Devil May Cry 5, special edition available at launch, PS5. He's fist pumping over there. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Resident Evil Village. Which is Resident Evil VII. I'm hyped. Yeah. I am so hyped. Yeah, it looked insane. Mm. Resident Evil 8. I am so ready for this. I am so ready to be scared. This is going to be. When Connor's ready, it, it's got to be on the level of Bubsy 3D. Like, it's, oh, it's pretty man. special. There is quality. Gotta believe uh, it. I, I, I hate horrors, but I play them because I hate them. You know? It's like that content stuff. But uh, this next game, I don't know if any of you guys are excited for it, but I definitely was. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Free Alpha is dropping on PS4s the 18th of the 9th to the 20th of the 9th, so I might dust off my PS4. Get the. I heard they had to redo the trailer for that because there was a bit of... Yeah, probably. I don't know what happened. There was some... I don't know if it was backlash or people were like complaining about something in the trailer that had to do with like Ronald Reagan or... Whatever. I, I I honestly can't even remember now. I feel like it was this was like a couple of weeks ago before this one's come out. So 
that's that's it's all very interesting stuff. But I, I haven't played a Call of Duty in a while, and I actually like that they're going back to some uh, actual like story driven uh, gameplay oh, rather than just like the yes. multiplayer stuff's always fun. But I do like a good uh, Call of Duty story, especially like Modern Warfare Two, Three, Original Black Ops. Oh, good stuff, very fun. Don't get me started. I've been playing the original <laughs> Black Ops. I bought it on Steam. I've been playing zombies with my mates all the time. I can't wait for the new zombies on Cold War. Hopefully it's not as outlandish as some of the more newer stuff. It's just boots on ground zombies. Uh, We got Hogwarts Legacy, which I'm excited for. Wee! Yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. I like Harry Potter books. Not the And movies. Funnily enough, the only reason I know about that was because um, Twitch have just started this thing where they're doing mid-roll ads in between streams. And (laughs) you can't... as As a content creator, you can't stop that. So, and this happened during um, their presentation of the PS5 one on Twitch where they were doing all the showcase stuff and they were half, this guy was watching it happening on, on stream, watching like the official Twitch stream and an ad came up and he just like lost the plot. He's like, bro, what, Twitch, why? What are you doing? I mean, from what I saw of the like 10 seconds it was on screen, it looked pretty cool. Hmm. <laughs> From what I could tell, between the screaming... And, and then some ad came on about four guys out in the, the wilderness and they had a fork and a knife and they were running from people. I don't know. <laughs> what? That also, looked, I, that also looked pretty interesting. Was but it an I was ad or a fever on. dream? Uh, I believe it was an ad for some kind of movie. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> That's a, damn. Four guys movie already in the works. Nah. <laughs> this, this next one, so hyped. I don't know if you guys are, but the sequel to God of War, Ragnarok. That's right, boys. New God of War sequel coming 2021. Can't wait. It's when did the last God of War come out? 2018. That... Wow, that's really actually... that long ago. Yep. It's going to be three years when the next one comes Ooh. out. That's actually pretty short. I expected that to be a lot longer. Yeah, true. That's actually fair. I mean, so... uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess because it's like a, it's a proper, like, unlike FIFA or. Like COD sometimes, sometimes COD. It's a proper game with lots of effort put into it. So I hope they don't screw it up mm. by just immediately bringing another one out. I'd rather they just, t- if they take their time on it, that's completely fine. Just get it right. See, that's why I always, that's always the problem though, is they'll have people that they've told it's going to come out of this specific date and they have to put the game out. And there's been so many games in recent memory. That have just six. not been finished and they've just been rushed out because they need to meet deadlines. Sonic Boom. So hopefully this is done before whenever they haven't they haven't given like a specific uh, month, I'm guessing. It's just twenty twenty one. Nah, it's just twenty twenty one, yeah. I would, I would it'll probably be in November. I'll just say, yeah, it'll be like that. It'll be a Christmas game, twenty twenty one. Get your stockings ready. That should be a good one. So, well, that's all the PS five news we have. That was yes. pretty good. All the good stuff. Uh, the showcase notes. Make sure to go check those out for yourself if you're interested in any of those. There's some very nice games there. Uh, we're going to move on to another song. Uh, this is Safety Dance. I don't know if you guys have heard of this one before. I think it's a pretty small one. Came out a few years ago, I think. You know, not many people have heard it, but uh, it's a pretty good <laughs> song. And I think most people would like listening to it. Uh, this is Player One on Sith. Welcome back. You just heard Safety Dance. Uh, this is Player One on Sin. And we're, uh, well, it's me. I'm talking now. I have the microphone. Uh, this segment is me talking about esports of such, except I don't actually have any esports news today. So I had a different story. Uh, because, well, I mean, all the esports stuff at the moment is online. 
and it's not incredibly interesting because you can't really see a lot of things happening. All the all the land events that have been uh, unfortunately stopped because of COVID. Uh, it's very disappointing. I was actually going to be going to one, uh, the Melbourne Esports Open, which we did some work on last year. Make sure you go look that stuff up. We've actually got podcasts, uh, interviews, uh, even some film stuff as well from that. It was very cool, very good fun. But unfortunately, that was cancelled next year. Hopefully next year. We'll be heading to that one to do some reporting there. But in the meantime, uh, this is a little story about Twitch. Now, I'm sure you guys might have heard of Twitch TV, possibly once or twice in your uh, lifetime. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so, maybe once. I stream. There you go. Well, Jay really knows about it. I do as well, Jay. Damn. I know. We should do it. That'd be epic. Uh, so Twitch recently, so this was on September 15, just a couple of days ago. Uh, they are celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. And so through October, so from September 15th all the way to October 15th, uh, they're spotlighting Hispanics and Latinx creators on Twitch with special front page streams, panel content, modifiers, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And, uh, you know, I thought that was pretty cool, you know, the, letting all these uh, Hispanic and Latino people, you know, putting them on the front page of Twitch for people to see when they first go into the site. They're going to be there. And everyone was like, oh, most people are like, oh, it's pretty good, pretty cool. Uh, so, unfortunately, about one day later... Uh, Twitch were making an apology. So what happened was they had three types of different emotes that were coming with the Heritage Month. Now, these emotes included just adding like three uh, little things to emotes that you might have already created as a content creator or ones that Twitch uh, supplied to people. And these included uh, pinata hat, uh, maracas, and a uh, little guitar. Now, a lot of people actually got really offended by this and were not, were not happy with Twitch. And there was also a lot of other people that were like, well, you know, it's just, uh, just a little emote stuff. There's not much of a problem. Why are we complaining about this? Anyway, Twitch actually made a statement about this. So this was September 16th, which was actually yesterday from when you're listening now. This is our time. So this is September 17th. Today, uh, they said, we launched these emote modifiers today as part of our celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month but we clearly missed the mark and we apologize. These were not an appropriate representation of Hispanic and Latinx culture and we've removed them. So those emotes lasted a full day and then Twitch went and took them away. So wasn't the greatest start to that. And then it wasn't actually helped by a lot of uh, Hispanic content creators were not happy that Twitch were actually putting uh, a lot of the Hispanic and Latino people on their front page all spoke fluent English and there weren't any actual like Spanish speaking uh, streamers at all on any of these pages. Now this isn't any fault of the people that Twitch were putting on there. They went through the process of applying for the stuff. They're all fantastic streamers, I'm sure. And they, their content is probably great, but there are a lot of Hispanic, um, I guess, content uh, creators and just in the general Twitch community that were, I guess they weren't really offended. They were just kind of annoyed at the fact that Twitch are doing this whole thing for the Hispanic community. And they kind of came up short with not actually having any Hispanic speaking uh, streamers on the front page, which I mean, if you're selling, if you're celebrating Hispanic and Latinx uh, creators on Twitch for a month, it would be, I mean, it'd be kind of ideal to have some, you know, Spanish speaking people. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but usually I, I feel like that's their main language. I'm yeah, not just entirely sure. Maybe I'm that culture. You bring that yeah. culture <laughs> to the front line. 
it might be a decent idea to do that. I don't know. But, uh, and then there was also one other thing. So as I've been saying, I've been saying Latinx, which I didn't actually know was a word. Uh, so apparently that is a gender fluid term for Latino. So people use that for instead of Latino or Latina to refer to people of Latin American culture in the United States. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Now there are a lot of people, especially of uh, Latino and Hispanic um, culture who were really annoyed by this. They will, they didn't want to be referred to as that at all. And then there was other people on the other side who were saying, thank you Twitch for recognizing this. And then there was this whole bank and forth on that. Basically the, the heritage month has not started off smoothly on Twitch TV, but I'm hoping over the next few days or at least the next weeks moving forward, it's going to be getting a bit better. And, you know, I, I really do hope I get to see some uh, decent, you know, uh, Latino, Hispanic creators on the front page. Cause that's something I always go to whenever I go into Twitch, I always like going through the front page people and seeing what they're doing. So guys, make sure to pop onto Twitch TV, check out all the Hispanic creators that are going to be on the front page. Make sure to pop in, say hello to them, give them a follow sub, you know, whatever you want to do, even just have a friendly chat with them. Be a great thing to do. Fantastic stuff. Anyway, that is going to be all from my side of things. I hope you enjoyed Harry talks about esports, even though that had absolutely nothing to do with esports, but you know, it's close to Twitch. Twitch, Twitch streams esports. It's about That's the same. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's about the same. Pretty, it's pretty much. Anyway, we're going to be moving on to another song. Uh, this is Release the Kraken by Ninja Sex Party. So, uh, you know, it's some pretty good stuff here. Uh, you're listening to Player One on Sin. And welcome back. You're listening to Player One on Sin. That was Release the Kraken by Ninja Sex Party. Make sure to go check them out. They've got some pretty nice songs. A couple of them I do like myself, especially uh, one called Danny Don't You Know. Very good song. Highly recommend. Uh, we're going to be talking now about the Nintendo Direct mini predictions because there's another one. There's another one of these. Yes. Now, I don't have a Nintendo Direct, but <clears> I keep <throat> seeing the videos pop up everywhere, which so is just great. This I is, love it. This is going to be another one of their third-party uh, partners showcase. So, essentially, upcoming third-party games coming to the Switch. Um, I've got I've got a prediction, and I hope it comes true because I want this uh, Doom Eternal on Switch. <laughs> That's what I'm really hoping for. No way! Who would have thought? Connor, I know, right? We, Connor, Doom Eternal. No, never. The the game the game was delayed from the November uh, 2019 release date, and I believe November 22nd, I think, and it was delayed indefinitely. And I'm just hoping that we finally get something on it. It would be pretty cool. Um, it would be a great way to actually either open up the Direct or close the Direct because that's a huge announcement. People are very excited for Doom Eternal on Switch because Doom 2016 on Switch was pretty good. And we want to see how Panic Button improved from their lessons from Doom 2016. I, I wouldn't get too, um, too excited for it. I feel like uh, you're going to mix into my personal prediction and that that's a lot of people aren't going to learn their lessons from the last mini direct uh, <laughs> and be very, very disappointed up so high. when we get three or four games that barely anyone knows and one very niche game. A bunch of uh, yes, a, a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game again. Yeah. That would be, yeah, oh like, yes. That's what I like to hear. I, 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 that's that exactly last, what we got last time. 
there's nothing to get excited for with this one. Uh, I don't think there's anything big in the indie wise announced. Don't say no though, because you never know. Uh, last time we got Cadence of Pyrrhal, uh stuff out of nowhere. Uh, we got Shin Megami Tensei uh, out of nowhere again, which for those people, uh, people who are fans of that was uh, massive. But I don't think we're going to get something as big as Doom. That's, I feel like you might as well be asking for the next Smash character. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. But that's what people. A, a man can dream. Say. A man can dream, Jacob. I hope you're right. I really do. I hope oh. so too. Jay, do you have any particular yeah. predictions yeah. that you you aim for? What what is it? I guess if it's a mini direct, so it won't be big. But uh, if I was to make some big guesses, I'm looking at at the PlayStation Five exclusive final fantasy 16 and it says exclusive but as if square enix is going to make a game and not put on the switch at some point so it it, it maybe that another one i thought of was well elder scrolls is on the switch so maybe another sort of obsidian game maybe like one of the fallouts fallout i would not want 76 maybe four hopefully or outer worlds even i just started playing that recently so i'd love if that just randomly popped up on switch uh outer world is already on the switch it's already on switch <laughs> There you go. Uh, so not a great port. Next. Not oh, a great really? Port. No. Not a great uh, I just recently started playing it and my hopes and dreams. It's, are it's great. Listen, it's Shut the same up. game. You know, it's got the same witty dialogue, all that good stuff, but it just doesn't look great, nor does it run particularly well. Oof. And this is coming from someone who has beaten the game on Switch. <laughs> I'm out swinging there, there Connor. You're hearing it from the man himself, so... Yeah, man. Always on top of it. Um, I wouldn't mind, personally, another thing that I wouldn't mind seeing is, um, I don't know, potentially, yeah, maybe a Fallout game coming to Switch because all we've gotten is Fallout Shelter. Um, I wouldn't mark... I hope. This could be the perfect time to announce Persona 5 on Switch. Again, that feels like another reveal on the level of doom i think you, you yeah I, it again, is I, it I is my fingers i you would need to slow down happy i know i know like because we already have or actually well or even a game that's already come out in japan um perhaps a western release date for persona 5 scramble that yeah. could potentially be something like it's a game that's already released in japan and I people think... are asking for it in the states mm. or in the rest of the world i don't see how that could be not on the cards potentially. Yeah, with with them working with Shin Megami Tensei last time, I wouldn't be surprised if we'd get Scramble or even uh, Persona Four. Um, that could be a good release for the uh, Switch. Um, definitely. You know, what might Mike, I say that? Hmm? What do you think? What, what might claw its way on there? I was just thinking. Then it's such a prominent game at the moment. It crawled its way onto console. Who knows? Fall Guys might come to Switch. Maybe. It seems yeah. like a game that would perfectly fit that, the Switch. Yeah, that actually would be something that yeah. would fit on the Switch. Oh, God, do you really want to play that on Switch Online, though? That yeah! <laughs> Why not? Ooh. Like... I mean... Hmm. I feel like the Switch, Switch Online, like, slightly improved to what it was. Slightly, like, I Some third-party games do work pretty well on Switch Online. It's just mainly the Nintendo games. True. Fingers crossed if it does go across, it works. 
Uh, I will say though, my big prediction, and I predict this every time I see Indy, <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song. We yes, haven't heard about that. That could be something. Or forever. And that, that, to me, that's an announcement for the rest of the year. Like, I feel like that's going to be more so a um, Indie World announcement rather than a Nintendo Direct. Fair. That's, yeah, that's fair. If you've noticed the partner showcase, there have been games from the big publishers. So we've had stuff from, say, 2K. We've had stuff from um, Atlas. Well, not Atlas. Um, oh, who, who did Shin Megami? Yeah, At- was it Atlas that did Shin Megami Fantasy? Atlas, yeah. Maybe? Okay, yeah, then Atlas. Um, like, I feel like these partner showcases are definitely for the bigger companies. Instead of mm. cramming it all into one direct, let's break it up in small pieces where we get, hey, here's some excitement. But I feel like Hollow Knight is definitely an indie world announcement rather than a, a direct mini announcement. That's definitely yeah, what I feel. Fingers crossed. But, hmm. It, I will be waiting with bated breath. Oh, that's like, good imagery. It, like, you got to think uh, as a half glass full, at least games are being announced for it. We may not necessarily like what may be announced, but there's still something out there. Yeah, somebody's pleased by whatever comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And and here's the thing: these Nintendo Direct Minis—they're not going to please everyone. Like, <laughs> oh no, highly... they definitely haven't, from what I keep seeing. <laughs> yeah, the like to dislike <laughs> ratios are huge between all the partner showcases that they've done. But like, I could, you know. I feel like one big announcement could make it. And I feel like, for me, that big announcement will be Doom Eternal. That would be fantastic. I'd be over the moon. I'd be like, take my money now. Because, yes, I want Doom Eternal on a handheld. Like, it it's seems still like... like it... that's, well, that's always the thing. That, that's been the thing with the Switch. That's been the thing with Nintendo DS and stuff in the past. Like, it, it's having it just at your fingertips. As you, be, you can take it everywhere. And that's what people like about that kind of thing. It's always, the problem is getting the the right ports across. As he was saying, like there's been a few recently that have fallen very flat in that department. Yeah. yeah. You've, got to, you've got to get it right. Otherwise, and I feel like it, eventually it's going to get to that point where they just get it right most of the time. But I, I'm just, I'm hoping it will do because I want to get a Switch at some point, as I said earlier. So mm-hmm. I want to be able to play these games and do it at, a way where I know what I'm getting, I can still have a very enjoyable experience with that game. Would be very nice. Anyway, that is going to wrap up everything for the Nintendo Direct Mini. So uh, make sure you go check that out. I'm sure it is going to be premiering. Uh, do we have an exact date for it, actually? Uh, the 19th. The 19th. 19th. Oh, we so do. From when we are talking, that's two days away. So for you, you've already watched it. So we're probably wrong about a whole bunch of things. <laughs> Uh, anyway, as we're going to move as on. Always. <laughs> as always, yes. We're going to be moving on to our next song. We have Enter uh, Sandman by Metallica. You are listening to Player One on Sin. Harry, I must appreciate your background for a split second. Yeah, it's Nick Cooking Toast. I love, I love, yeah, Nick's Cooking Toast, man. So, for context, Nick did a video, well, Nick took part in a video about explaining how to cook toast whilst Harry and Imran were cooking uh, patties. Thank God. Tuna patty, yeah. I, I didn't it's really know. Go check it yeah, out. It's a great dream video. Great, great fun. You ever heard of Dream Pals? Uh, They're really cool guys. I hear they do really great content on YouTube. Yeah, yeah I, I subscribe to them. It's They're weird. Crazy. 
Yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like I've just, I think, I feel like I've made an appearance once. On a podcast? Yeah, I feel like Connor was on a podcast. I don't, like, I don't I know was. the guys personally, I was. but <laughs> I hear they're really, really cool. And the Connor was yeah. on a podcast episode. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's yeah. pretty epic. It is pretty epic. All right, take it away, Harry, in five, four, three, two, one. That was Inter Sandman Bind Metallica, and welcome to the second hour of Player One on Sin. It's the top of the hour. It's our favourite part of the show. So, of course, I guess we should reintroduce ourselves to anyone who might be coming in for the first time. I am Harry. I am joined by Jay. What's up? And also Jacob. Howdy, howdy, do. And we also have our content producer, Mr. Connor Matthews. How are you doing, Connor? You're still, still with us? Yeah, absolutely. Still alive, still kicking. Well, that's what we do like to hear. So uh, I guess if you are joining us for the first time, this is Player One on Sin. And if you're thinking, wow, I wish I could find these guys all over the internet. Well, funnily enough, you actually can do that. Uh, we are at Player One our Sin on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can also find us on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can find that all under Player One Podcast. It is pretty Which, sorry, sorry to stuff. sorry to cut you off there, Harry. Um, we have a we have quite a lot of stuff um hitting the podcast feeds very soon. Um, several interviews. I'm not going to say with who. It's a big surprise, but yeah, really good stuff. We hope that you enjoy them because we had a lot of like I. I was lucky enough to be able to interview these people and they were awesome. It was a great time all around. So that, that'll I be mean, coming out soon. If you don't go and watch them, Connor's going to be very sad because he stayed up very late in the evening to do those. Interviews. I did actually. So, uh, for, just if for not a brief, for, brief little peek behind the curtain. Um, if not for yourself, do it for Connor's sanity. <laughs> um, so just for a brief context, one of the, our interview guests, uh, was in was in the US, so I had to stay up a bit late so we could do the interview. Interview went very well; it was awesome. So definitely go check it out. Well, it sounds like a very good time, and uh, well, I guess there's no reason not to go check it out. Uh, well, as it is the top of the hour, we always have our very uh, beautiful, beautiful, uh, I guess, poll of sorts. Does anyone want to do the the famous line? Oh, I've got it. Okay. Yeah, hold on. What button was Do it? it? Again? Do uh, it. I think it's F1. Let's just press F1 and see if it works. Ah, uh, it didn't work. Oh, it's divine. Come on, Jay. I'm. Yeah, it's Josh. Yeah. Is that Nathan? No, it's. No, that's Jay. Oh, that's Jay. Oh, wow. That's Jay's own voice. That's a new. I haven't heard that one. Jesus at eight Christ. o'clock at night. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. That's very oh. good stuff. So, yes, that was Jay's game. So yeah, gaming grudgebacks. Connor, do you have the results right. for us? Uh, oh, I, I, I do not, but I can open them up for you straight away, dear friendo. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Neighborino. Neighborino. Hardly diddly. And well, the gaming grudge match, which came up a little bit late. Um, I apologize for that. We'll, I'm going to make sure I get on top of it for next week. Or for this week, rather, um, will GTA Six ever come out? Right. No. Yeah, that was that was the gaming garage match last week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, out of all the votes, uh, people think one hundred percent that yes, they're <laughs> actually working on it right now. No way. I thought you were going to say one hundred percent no, but everyone was like backing it. Like, yeah. I'm actually very disappointed that people were like, it'll never come out. <laughs> 
They'll just remaster GTA Five again. GTA Five Two. GTA Five DLC. Yeah, GTA Five Point Two. GTA Five Two. Love it, love it, love it. But yeah, that is the result. That's the uh, ongoing results of the gaming grudge match from last episode. It will still be going on, and yeah, it'll be good. I hope GTA Five gets remastered just for the, just to prove that I am correct. <laughs> but Harry, why don't we take it to our next song? Ah, uh, yes, I guess that is a pretty good idea. Uh, our next song is a bit of uh, well. I think you might have heard of this one. This is uh, Slipknot, and this is their song, Duality. Oh, great. To Player uh, One on Sin. And Jay, I have to appreciate your, your background. The Thank fact you. that we have Imran in there. I'm going to be honest, I actually tried to put that in my uh, expert camera, and it crashed the whole thing. And I no. actually, I thought that my thing had crashed, and it somehow gone onto Jay's screen, so... Yeah, yeah, it was magical. I like the Slime School shirt. I appreciate it. It's a very I, good shirt. I, I love Jimmy, it. I love that hat. I love your hat, Harry. Classic. It's a good career hat. Yeah. I've got my I've got it up here. Oh, there we go. Next to me. Yeah. Love oh, it. It's the famous hat. I love it. It just, it just fits so on perfectly with the, um, with the headphones. And Jay's onto it. Oh, man. Oh, I got my well, foot oh there we go perfect oh, there we go. all right harry take it away in five four three two one that was duality by slipknot you're listening to player one on sin and as we come back from the results of a gaming grudge match it does mean that there is a new one so yeah I, I i need you to take this away get that going let me hear it what the the gaming grudge match thing? The yeah, yeah, yes. match. nice. Oh, oh, every time, I love it. But um, I'm the our man new that the button. our new gaming grudge match is the battle of the fighting game genre as Street Fighter goes head to head with Mortal Kombat, two titans of fighting games in the '90s, if you will. One has Ryu, one has Ken, the other has Scorpion and Sub Zero. Who will win and why? That's a good question. I honestly that's don't. That's a even... terrific question. Well, I that's, can tell you straight away. Oh, I okay. can tell you. Sub, I, I, I got my boy Sub Zero. Mortal Kombat without it. question. <laughs> yeah, I. That doesn't surprise me at all. But mm. come on, like no, that's fine. Mortal yeah. Kombat. I feel like Mortal Kombat is definitely historically the more impactful game. Because it created, yeah. yeah, yeah, it became pop culture in like the mid '90s to the point where it had movies, and they were bad, but they were also redeemable in some way. What happened to Street Fighter? They got a terrible movie with John Cena. Yeah. Uh, terrible you, movie. You and take and... that back. That movie is fantastic. <laughs> it is my favorite movie. Actually, that, that is a great all right movie. animation, and they got an all right animated series. It was, it was all right. I, I stand by my words, Harry. Literally the stand greatest thing that w- ever existed. I stand by my words. Standing by them. I mean, you can stand by them. You're it's just objectively like right. wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and on top of that, Mortal Kombat does have a movie coming up, like, prob- probably within the next year or two. So I'm excited for that. What they? They were and... doing the filming stuff in Australia for some of it, weren't they? Yeah, in Brisbane. I believe yeah. in Brisbane. Ooh. 
What the I think hell either is Brisbane, Brisbane or in South Australia. If you're listening from Brisbane, screw you. <laughs> they were actually, I remember this because they, they were actually hiring uh, people. They did. They put out a flight saying, buff dudes in Brisbane come Damn to it. us. We need, <laughs> I was born we need people in the background. <laughs> Jay, Jay is so jealous. He is a buff dude, but wishes he lived in Brisbane. I was born in <laughs> Brisbane, so I just came down here and now I'm, I'm cucked it, haven't I? Shouldn't have left, man. <laughs> Shouldn't have left. Oh, love it. Love it. But I got Mortal Kombat straight up. Jay, oh, I want to hear your thoughts. Well, it's purely just because of the art style. Like, I've watched, I've played all the Mortal Kombat, well, not all of them, but I've, like, you know, Mortal Kombat 10, all the re- recent ones, some of the old ones. But the only game that's made me go back in time is that I've got Street Fighter 3 on the SNES in my living room. That was my childhood right there. And uh, like the more updated versions of both games, like the most recent ones to come out, I just don't like... Well, no, like personally, I, I prefer the graphics of Street Fighter, the cartoonish, like bold outlines on the characters rather than the like mocap work that they do in... Mortal Kombat that sometimes looks like some, something between constipation and like a bad headache when they're talking. I, I love I lo- just those two words just go together like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, Jacob, <laughs> who do you think's winning and why? Uh, I'm going to go with mostly the same argument as Jay. The art style for um, Street Fighter is so much better in my opinion. It, it's, it's fun to look at, whereas Mortal Kombat just it isn't that fun to look at. Uh, and I will also bring it back to, I don't really know fighting games well enough, so I'm going to go with the only representation I really know and say that one of them's in Smash, the other isn't. There's my vote. <laughs> love it, love it. There you go. But, um, uh, yeah. I guess I need to give my opinion now, though. I guess I kind of made it clear with the defense of the Street Fighter movie that yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm alone on this one. I'm alone on this one. I don't know if the, the rest of the audience is going to agree. I feel like this is going to be a pretty close uh, contest, but... Oh, I reckon so as well. Like, you never know. They're both Things very polarizing. Yeah. Both very popular back in their day, and Mortal yeah. Kombat still very much is. Yeah, competitive fighting games, like the ones that basically yeah. run the whole scene. Screw yeah, exactly Tekken. Right. They're like not as big as Oh, episode. I love Tekken. <laughs> but enough about Tekken. Harry, what's your next song? Our next song, well, Connor, I can tell you right now, it is Watermelon Sugar by the man himself, Harry Styles, man. Oh, I just, Harry, I, I, didn't know you, I didn't know you made a song. Yeah, I know. I'd like, I really had to put a lot of effort into this one. <laughs> um, watermelon and Sugar, you know, it's, it's really great stuff. Uh, I haven't actually heard it since I recorded it, but um, I'm sure it sounds very, one very take. nice. One take. Yeah, yeah one it's take, all um, one take for Harry. It's easy. Uh, you are listening to player one on sin and that was watermelon sugar by harry styles aka myself and we're coming back with a (laughs) segment on the playstation 5 again this one is a bit different this is about the ps5 shortages which have become an increasingly worrying trend uh, Mm. across many news outlets are reporting that the ps5 is not going to have as many consoles or well, at least is going to have shortages of sending consoles out to people, which, uh, you know, that might be a slight problem if you do want one and uh, you might not be able to get it. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, um, so originally it was Bloomberg that uh, indicated that there were going to be cuts to the pro- uh, PlayStation 5 production. Uh, they predicted about 4 million units uh, due to shortages on uh, parts 
due to our good friend, the coronavirus. Corona. Um, Sony has come back and they have said that uh, Bloomberg is completely full of it. Um, although I don't, I think I believe Bloomberg right now. Sony's not going to be like, yeah, we are very, very behind. Um, it's, it's an interesting one. Sony has said, and I quote, while we do not release details related to manufacturing, an important, uh, sorry, an inf- the information provided by Bloomberg was false. We have not changed the production number of the PlayStation 5 since the start of mass production. This is super interesting because uh, originally there were reports that they were making more than intended, but now we're getting told the opposite, which I'm very curious to see how this goes, considering that it comes out in about two months' time. Well, in some ways, um, the shortages, uh, it could be due to a number of reasons, really. Um, The next generation of phones are coming out. That I know sometimes people don't think about that, but that's always a big thing because they're going to want those parts as well. Um, on top of that, you have um, obviously um, COVID, which uh, heavily affected manufacturing to, for every company. Like, let's be honest, it affected everyone in that respect. And I think that perhaps, I don't know. And I think because of COVID, partially, um, I don't think console sales will be as what every company will be expecting unless you're Nintendo. Like, I don't think many people are going to shell out, you know, nearly a thousand dollars for a new PlayStation 5 at launch. And I don't think people are going to do the same for the Xbox. No. Like, I don't know, man. People like myself shill out about 3000 to build a PC. So I don't think it's going to be the most ridiculous, (laughs) ridiculous thing in the world. Like it also depends on circumstances. Definitely. Like, that's the big thing. It depends on the person's circumstances. That's why it may not really be worth getting the next gen at launch. It might even be worth waiting six months or nine months mm. in, in some sense because perhaps there may be a slight price drop where people can be like, okay, now I can afford this console and not, you know, Perhaps things have gotten better. I can perhaps afford this console with less stress. Definitely, definitely. And I just want to make and it clear that it's not Sony is the only one uh, being affected yeah, by this. Yeah. You said Xbox is having um, reports of shortages in similar manner. Um, so this next generation launch could be a very much pre-order or you might miss out. Pretty much. Which And like... Is it once again going back to Xbox? They have a game that their Xbox One S is a Game Pass machine. Like that, the value proposition is there where you pay for the digital console and pay a low recurring fee to have access to over a hundred games on Game Pass. Mm. Sony is going to struggle, I reckon. Yeah, yeah I... big time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a little bit. I think that was probably part of the push for the um, the PlayStation Classics was so they could be like, hey, you don't necessarily need a disc to play. Um, yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, even, even with uh, this, though, they do have decent um, unit marks for a brand new console release with uh, Bloomberg uh, specifically suggesting 
and, and estimating about between 10 to 15 million units, uh, which admittedly isn't as much as you'd think you'd get for a brand new console right now. And yeah, perhaps for like that launch window, I think that, I think 10 to 15 million is a good estimate for mm. in what is a chaotic year where unemployment is at a high, um, you know, there's a global pandemic. People aren't going to be willing to shill out that kind of money. So I think yeah, 10 to 15 yeah. million is a very responsible number because realistically I could see 10 to 15 million people buying a PlayStation five. I could see 10 to 15 million people buying an Xbox series X. Yeah. It's really just, it's really just a wait and see as to what happens because I do think that perhaps, yeah, Sony has run into a lot of issues with the PlayStation 5, even just keeping the costs down because a lot of the parts are expensive and probably got more expensive due to the lack of availability of them. So they're running this console at a loss and I, and Sony, they're not in the same position as Microsoft. Microsoft hmm. is a trillion dollar company. They can afford to run the Xbox at a severe loss. Yeah, but, especially over Sony. Yeah, exactly right. So right now it's a wait and see approach. Um, we we don't really know what's we don't really have any sort of idea of how pre-orders will go because it's going to be such a chaotic. It's been such a chaotic year. Mm. Both companies chose one of the worst times to release their console. Oh, without question. And it was out of their control too, which just mm. sucks. That's probably they can't do anything about it. Like it just it happened, and you've just got to roll with it. Xbox are gonna, well, Microsoft are gonna, they're the ones that are gonna come out a bit better because they they have the more of the opportunity to roll on with it without having to. They'll suffer losses, but it's not going to be on the same level as uh, Sony's in how it will affect their like day to day, just running of the company, I guess. Definitely. Anyway, we're going to be moving on to a new song. Uh, this is Daylight by Joji, the former Papa Franco. One day he shall return, maybe. But for now, he continues <laughs> his singing career. And also joining him in this song is Diplo. You are listening to Player One on Sin. You're listening to Player One on Sin. That was Daylight by Joji and Diplo. And, well... This is it. Uh, this is the end of the bonus episode of the Player One uh, podcast and also radio show, which I'm sure everyone Woo-hoo! definitely comes in and listens to. If you are, very good stuff. If not, then uh, well, you're probably listening to this on the Player One podcast, which you can find us on. Uh, you can also find us on Omni, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is search Player One podcast. And while you're doing that, why not go plug our, well, our socials? Yeah. Why not? Why not? It's a great idea. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. Play Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those good, good, you know, social media outlets that everyone loves to use. It's very good stuff. Uh, no, that is, uh, that's all the time Reggie has for us this evening. You know, we very much have to thank him for coming along and talking oh, yeah. with us. Reggie, He's got to go get on Reggie's, the battle bus. That's yeah. true. Or, yes, he does have to get on the battle bus. Mm. Both. You can play the Animal Crossing game while on the battle bus. Absolutely. Um, gentlemen, any final words before we close up shop? 
Sure. Um, if you're going to get a game, I started playing it recently. Not Outer Worlds. I've been playing another game recently. You should check it out. I think, Connor, I think Connor might know what the game is. Oh, you should go and get Crash Boom Bang for the DS, DS Lite, and uh, 3DS. I'm... If you get Crash Boom Bang, I assure you, you will not be disappointed. It's a party game similar to Mario Party. Just get it. Play it. Best soundtrack of all time. Beats any Hans Zimmer bull crap. Get Crash Boom Bang. Drop the mic. I'm, I'm not mad. Good idea. I'm Drop just disappointed. <laughs> Harry. I have to say I'd agree. Uh, well, I, ha- I actually have a famous quote to go off on here. Uh, go so, ahead. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Nice. Uh, that quote comes from the... I believe... Actually, I might have it wrong here, but it's I believe Einstein. it says... <laughs> No, no, this is actually not from Einstein. Although it's a very close pre, this is from the man Doctor Disrespect. I mean, it's very, very close to Albert Einstein. Very, uh, very famous. Albert's teacher, yeah, the guy who taught him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The doc. Well, one day the doc might return to Twitch. Yeah, he needs to learn how to climb a tree as a fish. But you know, he'll get there. Uh, Any final words? I'll just say keep an eye on Player One because. Player One's been a bit active as of recent, so keep an eye Ooh, on what might yeah. be coming in the future. I, 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 oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Other particular uh, sin shows. Oh yeah, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Don't worry, I went, I left. Some, I did something special for, for huh? another show at Sin. Nah, no, yeah, we we're not allowed to release that information. No, no, classified, classified. information. Classified. Damn, and, I feel uh, still special. won't tell me what it is. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 looking forward to it all. And uh, well, you should maybe listen to them on Thursday nights. Just a little bit of a hinty oh. hint. But um, any, but my, I guess my final words: uh, keep an eye out for our podcast feeds. We have got a lot of stuff coming up. It's really exciting. I am, I myself am super excited about it because I put in a ton of work into this. Um, the interviews that we've done, fantastic, really great work. So, like, I'm I'm proud of them. I'm actually legitimately quite proud of them. But um, yeah, everyone have a great week and we'll catch you next week for the start of season four. Bye. Catch us then. See ya.